And here we go. Wow. <laughs> wow. Literally, I'm wowing at my last week. My last week. Am I good? My last 48 hours. Wow. That's all I got to say. I'm exhausted. I'm tired. I'm spent. I'm just with a wide range of emotions, thoughts, feelings, concerns, all that. Because guess what, guys? I got waived. Waiver, wire, warrior, party of me. <laughs> I got waived from Greensboro Swarm. And it happened on Saturday. I'm recording this at on a Wednesday. And Saturday is obviously not today, not yesterday, not the day before. Um, I wanted to keep going like that, but I, I can't do that. My brain hurts. I'm tired. Anyways, on Saturday, literally, let's go through the last week. Friday, we had a game. Saturday, we had a game, a back-to-back against Maine. What are they called? The Red Claws? One of those. And after the game, obviously, I didn't play. We had an assignment, whatever. After the game, on Saturdays, we usually, with the Greensboro Swarm, we go and sign autographs for fans and, you know, greet them in that way. Pretty cool. Get a touch of the... What am I talking about? Get a little feel for the fans, you know, get a little opportunity to say hello and hi to the people supporting. So I really did like that. I like the opportunity to just see smiling faces and, you know, little kids wearing your jerseys and the little kids that bring your little cards to sign and they know your name. They know where you play. It's really cool. Really, you know, actually really cool, cute opportunity. Anyways, after the game, we usually have that. And, you know, players when they take showers and take a little time while everybody's waiting. So we usually try to get out there quick. So I'm fully dressed. I didn't play, didn't drop a sweat. So, you know, I had my gear on, had my little drip on, like I always do, come clean, come correct. That's another thing. People say like, oh, why are you wearing that? Why are you wearing that? Because I'd be wearing like slacks and big combat boots like I'm ready for war. Yeah, because I don't like looking like everybody else. I take pride that I'm an individual, party of one. And even if it's not even my regular style, I like that it's different and I'm trying things out. So, and I'm, <laughs> good made me <laughs> one-on-one. He, he put his hand on a kid. You know, I'm not too shy on calling out the blessings of the Lord that he made me a beautiful man. Anyways, so after the game, we usually sign autographs and be with the fans. So I'm walking out. Big combat boot style, fee five phone fum. I hit a left and I see our assistant GM. And he's like, Norrence, come into the office. Now, when he says Norrence, come into the office, I'm looking at him dead in the eyes and I'm just like, what are you talking about? I got to go, you know, sign autographs for these fans. But I think nothing of it. I turn right instead of left to go into the gym. I turn right to go into the offices. As I'm walking into the offices, I see to my right hand side now three figures that I'm familiar with. And I formally know them as coach, as GM and the assistant GM. Basically, they're all in the room and they tell me, hey, the trade deadline just passed. And what happened was we traded a player. Shout out Tyshawn. He got with the Delaware Blue Coats, a good situation for him. And when you traded a player, they got the rights back. And then one of my men, actually Aaron Epps, shout out Aaron Epps, he got traded to Greensboro in a different trade. And we traded rights away. And long story short, they got a player's rights back in a trade, a different trade. And so basically they were left without a roster spot. So who had to go? This guy speaking to you. Yeah, me. I got the boot. So basically they were like thanking me and, and telling me how much I meant to them and the organization, how great I've been. 
not blah 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 blah, but I'm I'm kind of speeding it up, which which meant a lot, which was cool, but business is business, whatever. But then I walk out and I'm just like, damn, well, I gotta go home now. I don't know. And then it's crazy because, you know, I wasn't upset. I wasn't, I didn't know how to feel, even now, you know, it's indifference because you try to be this person for your teammates. And you know that somebody has to be that on the team where everybody's trying to strive for one goal, whether it's improve, whether it's get to the next level, whether, you know, see themselves grow in their skills. Somebody has to be the calming voice in the professional and, you know, be there for other guys and serve other people and not just care about themselves. And I think that not saying I was the only one that did so, because I don't think I was, but, you know, I, I took a different approach. I was uh, almost like a player coach, a leader, a glue guy. And I've never had to play that role before. And I honestly, even thinking of it right now, I'm appreciative um, of the opportunity, not only to be with them for the year doing that in that kind of role, but like God, you know, I believe God placed me in that situation at that time for a reason. And, you know, all the days that I would sit on that little bench, look to the left, look to the right, hear all the screams, the mind believe my, my head saying, oh, you should be on the court. Oh, you should be pissed that you're not on the court. Oh, am I getting in the game? Anxious that, oh, they didn't tell me if I'm playing. I don't want them to just throw me out there and I feel like I haven't played in a while. Or, oh, I just lifted like a madman, deadlifting, squatting right before the game, running miles. If I get thrown in the game, I'm going to be tired and I don't show all who of, of what I can do. Then if I don't show up well, then I won't play. Like all that would go through my head. All those times was for a reason and it was building something in me even that I can't even see. If you're listening to this and you're going through a tough time, whether it's mentally, emotionally, physically, that you see no turn to a positive, I would say that from my experience, it's always good to trust in something greater. The faith that I have in my Christ, my Christ, Christ, my foundation is really the one that only thing that really got me through those moments. And now I can look back and say, okay, that was for a reason. Even the headlines say, Norman Tony, I say, way from the Greensboro Swarm, like the other people or people outside voices that only see the circumstances, they can't see past this moment. They only have this fixed mindset about what that means. They say, damn, boy, you got cut. Like, yo ass trash. Like, that's how they feel about you. And even, not even people that don't know, your mind and, and mentally, you know, you want to go that way as well. Like, damn, am I not good enough? Am I not good enough to play on a, I, I, I'm not going to share a coat, not a good team. Statistically, am I not good enough? Or is it just a bad situation? Like my mom really wanted to go that place. But honestly, that's not what I struggle with because I have confidence in my game and who I am. And I know that my role on the team was way more than X and O's and way more than the stat sheet. I think that, you know, kind of the mark that I left, not only on the team, the people that I met and the organization is just somebody that was a server. And I really, it's not even that I did it selfishly. It's like, I really care about people. I really care about, you know, the relationships of pouring into people's lives. So again, if you're just listening to this podcast, it's talking tough. I always just ramble and say how it is. And this week I literally have to get this off my chest because bro, I've been going crazy for the last couple of days. Anyways, after Saturday, you know, feeling some type of way, I got cut. Anyways, the next morning, my agent says, okay, you, you should hear back from a team here shortly. And so I'm like, okay, cool. 
three hours passes by. I don't hear nothing. I'm like, all right. Uh, you just wanted me to feel anxious while I was in my prayer time Sunday morning. I was feeling good. Then you hit me up, you tucked me off. And now my mindset was only that was only on the lower, lower, lower is only on. OK, what is this team? What does this mean? Where am I going to go? Should I pack off my stuff now? Should I even keep ordering something to my house or am I going to be gone in the next couple of hours? Like I was ordering in a package like that's still in Greensboro and I still got to get it. But anyways, to fast forward that story, the Texas legends hometown team picked me up like a couple hours later. I talked to one of their ops guys, talked to their coach, talked to their GM and, and basically, you know, in a, in a wild couple hours, I was headed back home to Dallas not to sit my black ass on the couch at the crib, but to take my black ass to the gym and play with a different team. And so I look at just these last few days and say, wow, like, you know, it's just a symbol that you never know what God can do through your circumstances. And it's like, if I took it to a place of, oh, I feel down on myself. Oh, I feel negative. Oh, woe is me. Like in that time, I was just going to be wasting my damn energy. And honestly, I didn't feel like that after. It's just like, I just felt like, wow, like, okay, it's, I know something good was going to come. Literally right after, I'm like, okay, this is for a reason. God, I know I'm here slaving, struggling, being this great teammate, being this great person for a reason. And so when I got cut, it was just like validation. Like, I was like, okay, God, this is, this is your time. Like, this is time to, you know, show me something different. And so just to turn around the ability to be with another team that's in my hometown is like laughable. Like God is hilarious. I literally was laughing like, what? That's awesome. Like, that's really cool. I'm, I'm humbled and I'm, I'm definitely grateful for the opportunity. But then it's like, it's so weird because even when you have a, opportunity like this that you've wanted to play that you wanted to be with another team and you're charged you're ready to go the mind belief still comes again and in this time I would be lying if I said I just feel overjoyed and all this stuff I feel indifferent still at first oh I'm leaving I feel good like one because I'm getting the hell out of Greensboro no offense and then two because I'm like I'll be going home and I thought I was going to be able to go to Texas Tech and see some games. But I was also like sad, like, bro, I'm not on the team. You know, all the connections I left. And and so I was like more on the up, up beat. But then when I got with the team, I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm lit. I'm lit. I'm lit. But then like when I was leaving, I'm like, OK, I'm kind of indifferent because it's like I made connections here. I built relationships here. And for me, it wasn't just in vain. It wasn't just to get the job done. It's just like, that's who I am. I don't know. I think like the thing that you give off to the world the most, me, it's like being this lively guy, connections, like server. Like I don't, I don't like connections because it sounds like transactional. Just a service guy, really caring about people's backgrounds, their families, their different stories, like everything about like what motivates them, inspires them to go to the next level or to do the things that they're doing, not even on the court from the staff, the support staff to, you know, the, the people that worked in the sales, that that those offices, just, you know, the ball boys, like everybody around, you know, the city and the organization. It's just like when you build, you know, those kind of relationships, it's tough to just say, oh, all right, I'm done. Especially when I've kind of been out there, you know, the full year this year and then uh, half the year last year. So it's like, it was tough. 
it was tough even just sitting there knowing that like, damn, like literally I have hours to pack up my house and get the hell out of here. And I don't know. I think like, you know, when you're in the opportunity, when things change, a transition, a transitional stage, if you're listening to this and that is you, there's a lot of different ways the mind bully does come to you and does try to attack you. It's like in transition, it's, there's so much tension, like I usually say, but in my instance, it's like it instantly makes you want to compare. Okay. This place to this place, Greensboro to Dallas is the team the same. How is the staff? How are they treating you? How do they look at you? How do they even value you? What are, what is everything? It has me compare literally everything. And what do they say? The comparison is the thief of joy. So I literally can't be like surprised that I feel kind of like indifferent or not even sad, but just feel weird because it's like subconsciously, no conscious. Cause I'm aware, like I'm comparing every damn thing that we do from the players, the way we interact and, Oh, it's so annoying. It's like, but honestly, that's not even the main thing about me leaving. I'm not going to lie. Like the main thing that kind of has me kind of weird and, and feeling the type of ways, because like, again, I'm a relationship guy and I felt like I built a lot of relationships, but I do think like the mind belief has me like, okay, you didn't leave that much of an impact because yeah, you know, after I left, I, I sent a group message to our, our group tech, our group chat, our team group chat and guys hit me up and all that stuff. But like certain individuals didn't even hit me up, like not from our team, but like in the city that I thought would, you know, you make connections, right? And I've had people from the ball boys to the little kids after the game to some, you know, fans and families hit me up and say, man, we're, you're going to be missed. And I'm like, people that I didn't even think were watching was like, man, you're going to be missed. Thank you so much. You made an impact on my life. Those type of things, which is so cool and so awesome. And it's also, also humbling. It's like, damn, I did make an impact. But I'd be lying to say that I do don't, that, I feel a way because certain people that I thought that I was really, 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 really close with or in that time cool with, I haven't heard anything. I don't know. So it's weird. It's like my mind really makes me want to think, man, F these people like they didn't rock with you. See, you weren't an impact in your life, in their life like you thought you were like. Maybe I should be jaded going into another situation or maybe I shouldn't open up or come that way because people don't care. Maybe you should just, oh, it's a job and not like be yourself because it's not appreciated. And again, the thing that I give off the most is that service, that type of mentality, expressive. And maybe you shouldn't even be expressive because people don't see that and, you know, value that. And again, as a person, I think if you're listening, everybody wants to be appreciated. So it's like, that's where my mind really comes and attacks me in those moments. But it's like, I do have to see the other end. And it's like, you know, people don't always immediately understand or notice your impact. And people are dealing with things in their own lives and people are stressed. And when they're stressed, it's like their, their eyes, the things that they see, the things that they feel, they can't you know, articulate, they can't act themselves because they're really surviving. They're trying to survive the next day for themselves. So they can't really step out of themselves and realize or be conscious enough of, to see how you impacted their lives and their situation. 
I don't know. I'm just, I'm speaking this out because it's like, this is really therapy for me because that honestly hurt me. It sounds weird. I don't know. Not saying that you expect like some kumbaya when you leave, but when, when you do the things that I felt like I did there, all the intangibles, like all the things that like, you know, the, the things that go unsaid, just being myself, I feel like, you know, I shed the love of Christ everywhere I go. When you do that, you want to be appreciated, but it's not for the applause. It really isn't. It really isn't. So it's like, I shouldn't be surprised that no, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That just, you know, an example of how the mind bleed comes, it gives you a thought like, man, like they didn't really give a damn about you anyways. You know, wow, you're overlooked. Wow. Like, you know, what you did was in vain. And then those thoughts become feelings <laughs> of unappreciated. I'm sad. You're feeling just down and low and then those feelings become behaviors. And I don't want to make a behavior that comes from a faulty thought, a thing. I don't want to behave with this team like, okay, I got to be a shell of myself because in my last situation, you know, it wasn't appreciated. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It's weird. I want to go revert back to, you know, comparing everything because I think that's where I am now. It's like, it's funny because even with my great situation here and I'm blessed, I'm looking and literally comparing myself to other players that they signed. Like the player, I got waived. I'm looking at Greensboro Swarm, looking at their page. Uh, I'm literally stalking their page. I'm stalking the player's page. Like, okay. I'm stalking how they even treat the player. Like, okay, how much pub, how much coverage they going to give this player? Uh, how, like literally, like what? Like, it's so funny because you take it so personal and it's so easy to say, oh, it's not personal. It's business. This happens. I hate when players say that because it's like, duh, but it's like, nigga, no, it's not. Like you actually build relationships. We actually like, oh, it's weird. That's why like when I was with the Suns in training camp, Monty Williams did say like he hates breaking it down on family because it's like, it's not, it's a business. And I always, I always had a problem with that. Like, I don't like that. He just voiced that and said that, but I can understand why he said that. But then it's like, I don't know how to not be myself and be like overly expressive and care. I don't know how not to care. It's just weird because then when something like this happens, it's like you kind of take it hard. Even if you're in a different, better situation, it's like, nigga, I still was invested. I was still locked in. Yeah, I didn't play, but like I was invested in other people's lives. It's, it's tough. And then on one end, it's like, bro, you only had a month left for the season. So it's like, why do I care so much? Why do I actually care so much? I actually really do care. It's like, I'm, I'm still lit, but it's like, I'm not, it's like, I'm not sad, but it's just weird, bro. I don't know. It's funny though. Your mind bully has you thinking so many things. Like again, comparing yourself. I literally went to Greensboro Swarm on the G League page and saw how quick they got rid of my name. They got rid of that name quick as hell. So I'm like, damn, they didn't really rock with me like that. They they could have let that whole ride a little bit. They got that little new player in quick. I'm like, okay, oh brother, he ain't even cleared yet, and you just got him on the page. Like, huh? I don't know. It, 
there's a lot of things like my mind goes through when 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 things happen like this. It's it's like your mind really takes you down an irrational kind of vein of just comparing yourself with others, comparing yourself for no reason. Like I was literally comparing myself not only to, you know, the people they're bringing into Greensboro, but the people that I'm coming in to replace with the legends. It's weird because some a big got hurt here and you know, I I'm basically taking his uh opportunity his spot cuz he's injured. And so I'm looking at old highlights of him saying like, okay, okay, they're used to this, they're not used to my game. It, it's just so comparison, comparison, comparison. And it has you a shell of yourself again and then you're anxious. And you can't stay present in the moment because you're thinking of, okay, I got to do this. I got to perform. I got to do this. <sighs> I'm catching myself right now because it's like, bro, it's like when you ever, you're in a situation where you're living your life in the future, meaning, okay, I play tomorrow. I got to perform. I got to perform because I'm here. I got to do this. Or you're living your life from the past of, oh, I didn't do this well, or I didn't have the opportunity to play or this, this, this. You can never stay present and build on, you know, the present opportunity that you do have. You can never stay connected with his presence that you have right now, the beautiful now that you do have an opportunity with a new team, with a new staff, with a new everything that's right in front of you. And to take it step by step by step, God knows that you're tired. God knows that 48 hours, you were literally on East Coast time. Now you're on the West Coast. You're literally, you're going to be literally in Orlando, not Orlando. You're going to be in Atlanta, Georgia right now. You're planning for that. And now you're literally on the other side of the country in a Stockton, California, going through different time zones, going on this flight to this flight, moving my whole life from Greensboro to Dallas to now I'm in Stockton for five days. God knows that. And he's graced you with this opportunity. Oh, I don't know. If this is your first episode, bro, I no, stop saying sorry. They know how you come on talking tough. This is talking tough. I just needed this. I, I needed to talk this through because it's, I'm again, I'm blessed to have a platform to where I can shoot the shit on Thursdays. This is my time and tell how it is, because I think that you know, an athlete going through a transition like this, if you're going through a transition, not even if you're an athlete, but if you're in between jobs, in between homes, in between just living situations, everything, you're in an in-between stage and there's so many things, the unsaid things that are happening around you. It's like with this life and there's more and more and more, there's always, and you have a family to feed or you're in the, you got to perform and you're trying to go as this podcast is about the journey of the climb and what we're trying to ascend to. I'm trying to be an NBA player. I'm going to be an NBA player. But with this podcast, I think it's a multi-million dollar podcast, not only for myself, but before the, for the message and money is needed to push this message forward. Hello, like money. I can't have this message be in a box. Like money is needed to expand this message and these stories and everything that we're doing. Like these are things that I say every single morning, literally every single morning. Um, and so when you have these goals and places that you want to get to, and God has put me in a situation to actually be at the helm of something like this, you're literally battling a lot. And so when you're battling a lot as it is anyways, and you're up against a lot as it is anyways, when something else happens, like being released from a team, you could either 
face it or internalize it and say, oh, I'm good. Oh, I'm good. And push and push and push and, and keep, oh, you got to keep, keep it pushing. Like, you know, coach speak or how people say when they're too lazy enough to tell you exactly how they feel, why they feel that way, where it comes from. Like, oh, that gets internalized. And when you internalize, in my experience, I've always run into a problem an outburst, an angry outburst or account or just a temper, a temperament of just pissed off or just jaded or just you run into a moment, for lack of better words, where you explode or you lash out or a, something happens and you can't react because you, of everything you've internalized. For me in this podcast is a great example. I think this episode of me just getting it out, whether it makes sense, whether it's not, I'm not trying to sugarcoat. This is just me being exactly who I am. And I know that with a tough week that I've had, God has been here every step of the way. Again, he has a hilarious sense of humor. He's hilarious. He took me, my black ass back to the crib. Like I'm grateful. And even me being grateful, it's like, I feel bad for being sad because it's like, nah, God gave you an opportunity. But again, I'm a human. Like I I still feel a type of way about you know, leaving Greensboro, but no, no, no ill will to those guys or the staff or anything about that. But it's just like, again, when you have an, a guy like myself, I care too much. I don't know. I just care. I just care so much. I care so much, but it's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's weird. It's weird because you know, happiness is, is a funny concept. It's like, I'm happy, but my mind or it has me thinking like, oh, am I happy now because my situation is different? Because I don't think that's true happiness. I'm comparing myself. Oh, I live here, there. I live here in Greensboro. Now I live at the crib or I get playing time here. I didn't get playing time, but now I'm happy because the circumstances are different. Is that real happiness? That's why it's always, it's weird because one would think, oh, you got a new team. You should be happy. You should be happy with a new opportunity. Yes, I'm happy because God gave me an opportunity. Don't get me wrong, but I'm still like kind of sad because of the people that I left and, you know, building real relationships. But then again, it has me like, neither of this should have me happy because those are circumstances. The circumstances are different. You know, the situations are different. If I lead my life on a feeling of happiness because of a circumstance, is that really happiness? Because that's not solid ground to live my life on. Feelings. The feeling of happiness is not solid ground to live my life on. It's it's fleeting and it's subject to change. I really... I have, but you know, it's worth saying, get back in the word and my foundation, which I do every single morning, I recite, I read, and it really keeps me present one, but it grants and plants my feet in something, not something solid ground truth. Uh, a lot of the times on here, I don't articulate myself in the best manner, but it's just, no, aren't you running on low sleep? My eyes is blinking a little different because my contact, I've had my contacts in for like <laughs> five days straight. I'm tripping, but I don't know. 
I just know for this situation, I probably just need to let it go, you know, because holding on to something only hurts you. If you're listening, if you're holding on to something, relationships, people, places, things, the wrong mindset, it only hurts you. And the more that you hold on, hold on, hold on, internalize, internalize, it's hurting you. So let it go. If you're listening, maybe this can be a demonstration for you to just talk it out. Because it actually is making me feel good. And I know it's just a feeling, but after the feeling, I could go document why, what about this made me feel good? How can I duplicate that? And how can I just remind myself of who the hell I am? I know that the negative voice comes in the various ways, but I don't just stay subject to my negative voice. I pull up to my negative voice and I literally reject the things that it makes me want to think about myself. Oh, you're useless. You're worthless. Nobody cares about you. You're one not to be accepted. You're not significant because obviously they throw a goodbye party for no one. I reject those things because those aren't who I am. Despite of what, you know, relationships or actions I have with people, that's not who I am. And that's not what he called me to be. And I look at the great things and the good people that I do have and the messages that I did get and just like the love that I do have and share for people. I look at those things to not only validate, but it's a blessing to have those as well to as a reminder that, hey, (laughs) you're someone special. Like literally, it was so cool to see all the tech fans say, oh, he's back at the crib. We pulling up all my friends and everything. So. It's a blessing. It's a blessing in disguise. And I'm thankful for, again, my time in Greensboro. And I'm thankful for my new time with my new team. I've been rambling, but it's been a week. It's been a week. I got a game tomorrow. Pray for the kid. Well, I guess today. But I don't know. I think this is an example to, to not just, not to trust your first response. Let me say that. Not to trust your first response. Because my first response was like pissed or feeling type of way because of the way, like, I don't know, people didn't respond the way I wanted them to. I th- not, I don't know. Just don't trust your feelings, bro. Because it's not, it's such limited information. You're only looking at your situation now. It's so fixed and it's so frail. And your feelings, you could be feeding off your feelings coming from a faulty mindset and a faulty lens to see your situation, not knowing that, man, God place you in Greensboro to learn these traits, to be a good teammate, to to meet these people. And then he's going to put you in a situation to where you can play and use those traits that you learned and use, you know, the different things that you saw. Use it in a major way at the crib. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. And even in this, I trust him because <laughs> he his ways are way higher and much better than my ways. <laughs> Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly and greatly beyond all that we may ask or think. I probably butchered that, but he's able to do more than I even can think of. Are you dead ass? Like, that's pretty cool. So I trust him. And yeah, I think talking tough is over. If this is like a low kind of way to talk and chill, Norrance, because I've been through a lot and I'm literally in bed right now. but. Talking tough. This is the real me. I love you too. Bye.